0: What's up, world? Welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast where hip hop heads discuss hip hop topics. On this side episode, Jamil and myself will be reviewing the latest EP from Superstition entitled Every Last Word. We'll critique the album, share what we liked about it, also our favorite tracks, and give the album a final 1 to 10 rating. So please kick back and enjoy the show.
1: Are back, I'm back, y'all, and I'm back, y'all, and I'm black black, y'all, <laughs> Yeah, because
0: I'm back and I'm black, <laughs> 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 all right. So, we are back again. we have about to hit y'all off with another uh, quickie episode and uh, album or EP review for the people, uh, and on this one, we'll be reviewing. The latest EP from rapper Superstition entitled Every Last Word. This project, this is actually his eighth project, but it's his first project in four years. It clocks in at six songs in 19 minutes and was released on uh, eavesdrop music group and produced entirely by Superstition as well. So Superstition, he produces and and he he MCs as well. So actually did not know that. But if you don't know, Superstition is a MC and producer originally from North Carolina. Um, He is now based in Atlanta and he's actually been releasing music for over 20 years now. Um, And he's worked with different acts like Little Brother, Odyssey, uh, Cunnilingus, uh, a few others and uh he's a spitter man he's a spitter I-, I always always loved this guy from when i first heard him on i think it was i think i first heard him on chain letters Ooh. um back in 2005 and no no i take that back i might have heard him on the kind album first and then i think chain letters dropped after that but i, I knew dude was dope from the very first list. And I just I dig his style. He he pulls no punches. Uh he's just he, he's what I call one of those like MCs that's full of piss and vinegar. Yes. Um, so and, and I love that about him. And this project was was a pleasant surprise when, when I, I saw that it had dropped. But uh real quick, Jamil, when did you first get on to Superstition? Because I know you're a fan as well.
1: Yeah, I think the first time I heard him was on um on that little brother uh mixtape that they did
0: oh the, which one the half two records one or the other one the
1: um uh circuit. the one the no what's it till circuit must have been it must have been a the circuit one yeah I knew I thought actually he was part of justice league just because he was kind of thrown in there with the other ones and he mentioned you know repping North carolina did you see what found out later obviously that wasn't the case they just were in close proximity but like dude been dope like been dope and you know he unfortunately just only reached a certain level in the game um but he's a spitter like always got um a level of aggression with the pin that i appreciate you know and, and it seems to be coming from a real authentic place
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. He he makes what? One might call grown man rap.
1: <laughs> right, right. Especially this project.
0: Yeah, especially this project. Especially this project. Yeah, this is This is uh definitely honest some honest hip hop here. <clears throat> but um once you got through the project on first listen and now that you've had some time to kind of sit with it, uh, what, what, how did you, how did you enjoy this, this, this project? If you did enjoy it, and, and what stood out about it uh, to
1: you? So what I, I, my uh, initial thoughts on it was like, all right, this is just you know, superstition gonna give me something dope, and he did, um, absolutely gave a dope project. It was kind of cool to to find out that he was a producer through this project. That was how I came to know it because he referenced it a couple times. I really didn't know it, and I had to go back and. Like look at some of the production credits that was that was kind of cool to learn um and i enjoyed it um on on the first and subsequent listens as far as what i took from it though i gotta say as much as i enjoyed it it wasn't like there was nothing that was outstanding about it and what i mean by that is not that it wasn't excellent right like i would say lyrically he has he his pen is as sharp as it's ever been, but it all kind of feels the same. Like this could have been one track. I, I have a hard time unless I specifically go back and look for something, distinguishing one part of the album from the other. Mm. Mm. Um, which is not necessarily a bad thing because it's all quality, but nothing like jumps out at me. Like this could, could could be a playlist, it could be a, a album, it could be a mixtape. It's it just kinda all kind of all is in the gumbo together.
0: Okay. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um for me, I man, I actually felt the opposite. I I mm. I thought every track on here had its own distinct mood, you know, and, and tone. I, I will say that <clears throat> the production on Cold Blood was, it. while it was sufficient, it was a little flat compared to the rest of the album. I do think production-wise, it took a couple of steps up. You know, just just a- after you got that song out the way, that intro song out the way, the production from that point got a lot better. So, and, and lyrically, what the st- some of the stuff he's touching on, you know, it it was it was like okay, now I'm gonna talk about this. Next song, I'm gonna talk about that. Like it was it, to me, it was it was definite like lines of demarcation there, both sonically and lyrically. So you know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Not to say you didn't, but I yeah. um, I was I was thoroughly impressed. And uh, out of all the EPs that we've reviewed, like this was the one that got the most replay value for me and, and got the most repeated listens from me interesting uh, yeah yeah
1: no point he said that that i think i don't know how how strongly i disagree with as far as the, the the lines of demarcation track to track i think thematically they may have been different but they all seem to come from the same place of um he felt kind of angry on this one like you know how um you know how when you 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 feel in some kind of way but you don't want to say that you feel in some kind of way so you go out of your way to say that you're not feeling some kind of way <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i'm passive aggressive Yeah.
1: thank you that uh, I, don't, I don't know why my words were failing me that's what i felt was the through line between tracks like even if the the theme of a particular track was different it all kind of stems from the same place like yo y'all niggas been sleeping on me but i don't care anyway i'm focused on my kids Got you. I can
0: see that. I can see, I can see how you can get that read from him, most definitely.
1: Yeah, like he wants to be more recognized for his accomplishments than he is, but recognizing also that all right, this is probably not going to happen. So I'm just going to pretend like I don't I don't want it. It's it's not a priority for me. And and in fact, I don't want that anyway. Because if if I wanted it, if I really wanted it, I could go get that, but. I'm cool doing this because I, that's not <laughs> that's not what's important to me at all <laughs>
0: right right there is a yeah there's there's definitely tones of that on this album I, i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie there's definitely tones of it i i i could definitely see how you could pick that up you know and he's like yeah you know i i made six figures doing something that wasn't even rap you know and right right yeah yeah i i I. that's a legit that's a legit note yeah i I give you that yeah that's a legit note um
1: which which isn't necessarily bad right i just think that that's what made it for me at least uh difficult to distinguish track from track because once i heard it that's all i could hear
0: mm, mm, okay well i will say this And, and maybe I have a more charitable read on it because I can relate to it.
1: Hmm. You know, As can I. And I think that might be why it stood out initially. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could be. Could be. But you, you, you want to take solace in the fact that you've made the right decisions in life. That this thing you really love might not just have been in the cards for you. You know what I mean? Like, it was in the cards for others that you might have came up with. <clears throat> and, you know, it, it's it's something I, I've... I, I haven't struggled with this lately, but in the past, I definitely did. Just, just kind of coming to terms with the fact that, like, man, had I stuck with this, maybe things could have turned out different, maybe not. A lot of people I came up with who were not, frankly, not as talented as me made a career of it, you know, so... When you get to a certain age and you're looking, you know, you kind of take an inventory of your, your life decisions. It is something that can kind of rankle with you or it's something that you can kind of, you know, like I said, you you, you can kind of take solace in the fact that, OK, I, I I made other decisions and I made a success of my life in other ways, you know. But I still love this thing that I do on the side, but <clears throat> it's just not in the cards for me to make a career out of it. You know, or maybe maybe making a career of it out of it just does not fit my particular lifestyle, where I'm at in my life right now. So I, I recognize that in him. I I, I and I, I've seen it in myself in the past. So that's that's why I was kinda able to relate to what he what he had to say on his album, I, I guess you could say.
1: For sure. I, I think also, like I said, that that was what made it easy for me to recognize it. But i think that having that having that idea is one thing um that's something you write in your journal like don't put that (laughs) that's not something you necessarily put out into the world if you're still in that place i think once you move past it then you can kind of discuss it in a more open form, kind of like what you're doing now, right? This is not this is not a place that you occupy now, so it's it, it feels a lot more comfortable to be able to say, "Yep, I can recognize I was in that place." But when you're still in it and you choose to share it that way, and maybe this is that that uh, what's the phrase, toxic masculinity, where we talk about not being able to evoke, but it feels like in that moment that's not the time to to share it because it comes off. At least for me um you get so lost in that part of the the message that for me everything else was lost and i know that the bar game was there i know he was dope ask me to give you a photo <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i honestly like as i listen to this project i i i can honestly say i heard quotables I can't I can't recall any of mine right now
1: unfortunately. Mm, mm. Not but... a great argument. <laughs> <laughs> Point for me. But, but I, I, I
0: know I enjoy what, what I heard and how sure. and how I was hearing it. You know, he he, he is there is definitely some bitterness to his delivery and particularly the track I can't I think it was Cold Blood that <clears throat> where he was talking about uh, he was sick with covid for like seven months you know in, in in the hospital and um yep you know the one guy who came to see him told him to stay up and then that dude was dead from covid a month later you know and how people he came up in the game with started accusing him of dishonest business practices and accusing him of robbing him and you know how that made him bitter and you know he, he he he's definitely getting some stuff off his chest you know and yes. you know he he was spitting but yeah it, it, yeah he he talks about being unknown you know and relatively un- unknown in the hip hop world despite his talent you know which is a shame but this is this is hardly unique you know what i mean like you know tons of rappers of talented rappers that have come and gone
1: Absolutely. all deserving
0: yeah, more attention than they got, and it just didn't work out for him. And like, you know, his his experiences is, is hardly unique, but yeah, he does kind of it does seem to be a sticking point with him. You know, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and talking about, um, you know, I, I really love the track "Make It Home" because he's talking about, um, you know, he's it's basically a song about road rage, you know, and being stuck in traffic. But he also spins this other uh, message out of the song, where he's talking about how, he, like the older he's gotten, the more he's learned that he just needs to calm down, mm-hmm. you know, and not be so confrontational. Um, and then the, the track "Head Above Water," where he's talking about uh, the rap game, <clears throat> you know, and how how it's kind of been un- his experience with it has kind of been a, somewhat unfulfilling, you mm-hmm. know. And how he's not going to send his music to certain producers because it's like that's just not him but uh i I relate i relate to that honestly like you know it's 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 weird but uh you know i I know where the guy's coming from
1: for sure and i think that that is a a fair and very real aspect of the game um just just for my ear it it permeated every part of the project. Even the um the track that you were just talking about, um about the road rage. Um man, I forgot just that quickly what it was called. Make it home. Make it home. That was like that was that was a really dope verse when he was talking about basically like you know, his wife basically had a like like, yo, you got you got something to lose here. Like you can't you can't behave the way you would have as a younger person is is recognizing that you I might need therapy, which is, is a, a thing that I think more people do than who don't need therapy. Um, and it's just a matter of recognizing it. But even that still felt colored by the uh, the over overall theme of. You know just kind of being discontent in his position. And I, I really feel like again for me, if if that part of it was scaled back a little bit, make like reference it for sure, but it, it felt like this was the anchor for the project. And um for me that that is a bit of a shame because it's he's such a dope MC and this was such a good project in general. But for that to be the, the uh, lasting imprint for me, um, yeah, I feel like it was a miss.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, what
0: did you What did you think of the track closure? Is closure the last track? Yeah, it was the last one. I, I think he was talking about yeah, focusing on his kids and stuff.
1: I barely remember it. Um i think by that time it was one that i only halfway heard it like i remember the references to the kids and the growth that was there but i think by then i might have had the filter on from basically what i've just been describing and it (laughs) didn't i don't i don't think i connected with it the way that i normally might because that's generally a song that would, would be right up my alley maybe the placement of it wasn't great
0: Okay, okay. What did you think of the production?
1: I think the production was dope. I think, especially for me to think of him as a rapper, um, I think he did a a pretty solid job with it. It just, it did not um, and maybe too, I wasn't paying attention to the tracklist while I was listening to it but I'm having a hard time distinguishing one from the other but I don't i don't recall nor do i have in my notes having any like yo that was whack. Yeah,
0: gotcha.
1: I think they i think they were all serviceable to to dope but i don't think there was anything subpar
0: okay okay yeah i, I thought the i thought the production was was pretty pretty good man like like i thought i thought it meshed well with his flow mm-hmm. um you know it was soulful it was boom bapish I, I thought the, the types of samples that he chose were just 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 great and they were they were really good at conveying a certain type of emotion you know as well you know to me the the, the i'm not going to say the production was the best thing about this project but it, it was it was definitely a highlight for me like i said, with the excep- with the exception of uh uh um, cold blood yeah cold blood um, I thought all the beats, all the beats on here I loved. What were your th- what would you say would be your three favorite tracks?
1: Um, I like Scatterbrain surprisingly, even though that wasn't really a song. Um, I like Scatterbrain. I like Old Man Strength and uh, Make It Home. Okay,
0: okay. Scatterbrain, Old Man Strength, and Make It Home. I too have Make It Home, uh, Old Man Strength, and Head Above Water. Mm -hmm. yeah i I really like that and like i said it's just i i there's something very familiar about superstition to me and, and like his his subject matter and and like his 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 tone when he's sounding off on that subject matter there's it's just something very familiar about it to me and very recognizable that makes me be able to relate to him and uh Maybe that's why I like this project so much, you know, because it was relatable. You know, I was just like, as soon as it came on, like by the second track, I was just like, man, this this nigga spitting, you know. Right, right. <laughs> it was one of them experiences, and you know, uh, when you to quote quote uh, the, the the as you put it, the C student most deaf. <laughs> 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 Every everyone who who loves. <clears throat> art really loves art at some point they try to make it you know mm-hmm. and, and you know being one who is who has dabbled in that world before you know you, you you quickly learn all the pitfalls that come with trying to make it and superstition is a is a dude who's kind of navigated that world and he can speak to it uh in a way that's knowledgeable and, and you 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 hear it in what he says and, and you feel the emotions that he has connected to what, what did or did not happen for him. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, as a rapper, and uh, you know, I, I relate to that. I relate to that.
1: I can definitely see that where where there's parallels between what he's saying and, and things that I, I too have experienced. Um, but to that note, I mean, I, I respect the pivot. Right? He realized that alright, I'm dope as a lyricist, but that ain't gonna feed my family. I got to do something different and to be able to carve out a solid production career or producer career um, and stay, you know the pin don't go nowhere I think it is a, a, a tribute to his perseverance and also the love of the game like yo I, I like I'm not doing anything else this is what I want to do and if I can't do it the way I want to do it maybe I pivot a little bit but I'm not going too far from from you know this thing called hip hop
0: yeah, yeah, you know, when you talk about the pivot, I, it, it makes me think about people like Mad Skills. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, he doesn't appear to be bitter at all, no. Um, so yeah, you could go one way or the other, man, and maybe it's just a personality thing, you know, because Mad Skills is another one who should have been bigger. And who you know, everyone who has listened to Mad Skills rap, everyone says the same thing, this dude is dope you know he's a great lyricist yada yada but his career just never really like elevated to that next level but in the process he he learned to pivot he found a little niche that worked for him with the with the yearly wrap-ups and he's also now podcasting so um he's
1: been djing for years
0: that too yeah i forgot about the djing actually but he's not a cat who appears who sounds bitter to,
1: to me Right, and I don't, I don't imagine that he isn't like there has to be right. There has to be some level of bitterness. there It's very difficult. I imagine, I actually, no, I'm gonna be real with it. I don't, I don't have to imagine. It's very difficult to watch someone not be as talented as you um, reap benefits that you feel like should rightfully belong to you or someone more talented than the person you're watching, and that that goes. That's a pretty universal truth, I'd say. You see it in athletics, in business, you know, in in art. Like it is. Um, that's a real human emotion. I think the difference is how you choose to express it and who you choose to express it to.
0: Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Very true. Very true. You know. And, you know, yeah, for some people, it just, it motivates them. It puts more of a fire in their gut to just be better and, and, and get back to doing what they were doing before and just getting better at it. And for other people, it, it kind of throws them in a weird headspace, you know? Right. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very interesting conversation. You know, it, one of the things that I've been trying to get back into is, is my visual art, you know, because... Mm. So I went to a couple of art fairs with my wife last year and we saw some of the stuff that was being sold and it was just like, she was telling me, she was like, yeah, you could, you could do this. Like you could, you could do better. Like that
1: is, that is dope. Like that that's, that's gotta be a beautiful feeling too. To for that to come from her, you got, you got your built-in support system. That should have been a battery in the back right there.
0: I mean, it was, and it it, is. is trust me, money is a the possibility of making money at it is a strong motivating factor. Well. Sure, sure. <laughs> but but you just you get so bogged down with other stuff like like family, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. like family life, your regular nine to five, and it's just like you know, shoot, don't have other responsibilities, and it's like you 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 will find yourself in a headspace where you're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't i don't have time yeah i don't have time and i i i because i want to have time and i recognize i don't have time because I, I have all this other stuff you can also still get bitter you know like, sure
1: sure you know because despite you see believing. you see the opportunity it's like yo i i could do this if only i had yeah yeah yeah
0: you know it's like you know you <laughs> You 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 I be having one of them them Dave Chappelle Whack Arnold's moments. It's like So babe you can do this. Well if I do it, who gonna take heat in physical therapy? Huh? You tell me that
1: <laughs> Right.
0: You know, you, you have moments like that, but but it is something I I, I do intend to, to just get back into in in you know start start to kind of help me get some more enjoyment out of life you know yeah man po- podcasting helps with that too definitely um, i mean it's
1: a creative it's a creative uh, output for sure even if it's yeah. not visual it, it is something
0: and it's, it's relatively low maintenance you know
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but uh yeah yeah i gotta get back in the gym as it were but uh but the fi- your final uh, rate, or uh, rating for uh, superstition, every last word, if you had to uh, rate it from one to ten, how would you rate every last word?
1: I'm going to give it a seven. And I think uh, I might need to revisit it just after the conversation that you and I have had about it. And, and you know, perhaps upon more listenings, I might see it differently um you you definitely pointed some things out that maybe i didn't pick up the first time so but i think seven is is about where it sits it ain't whack by far and the the critiques that i have i don't think are that major Um, it just for me it it was woven into the fabric of the project so it made it a little more difficult to appreciate but i think i think a solid seven is is about where it is for me
0: oh wow wow All right, so you giving this seven out of ten? I am giving this a nine out of ten. Wow! <laughs> I am
1: giving this a this nine is, out of ten. This is um, this is almost a classic thing.
0: It's it's a must here to me. Like like if you're yeah. if you're a superstition fan, if if you just like just if you like dope raw, uh, unapologetic hip hop, and and you like grown man rap, what they call grown man rap or whatever, whether you like that term or not. This is definitely a must listen album. Um, from to me. To me. It, it's 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 uh I, I I hesitate to call it a classic, definitely, but like it's a must here if, if you're into this brand of hip hop and if you're a long time superstition fan. Yeah, I thought it was a very strong project. So yeah. So that's 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 the first review we've actually disagreed on. It's this
1: this be that know. far apart.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we were right on the same page with the first two. But uh yeah, I gotta give it a nine out of ten. Uh Jamil is giving it a seven out of ten, but I, I think we will both agree that uh Superstition's uh EP, every last word, is definitely worth checking out. Yes. So uh check it out uh, when you get a chance. And we will catch y'all on the next review.